Hello and welcome to this week's brand news. Just to remind you, we are part of the strategy team at Socially Powerful and we like talking about brands. You can follow us at Brand Wars Pod on Instagram. I'm Lloyd and as always, I'm with my co-host, Chris Harvey. How are you doing, Lloyd? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a, yeah, it's been a busy week. It's been very cold, but I haven't, actually, I think the furthest I've been from my house this week is to like take the bins out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know the feeling. It is so cold but you know what it is like in england where the sun has been shining the last few days but it's that sneaky sun shining where it's actually freezing outside bit of sneaky sunshine i know I had yeah a, sneaky sun i had a call with someone <laughs> from dubai and they were like they showed me out there like office window in dubai and i was like and they were just like oh here's a bit of sunshine for you i was like oh. Oh, that's the worst isn't it that is the worst and they just want to want to rub it in i know i cannot wait for like just to get some warm on my face and like be at the beach and go for a swim. Oh, oh just <laughs> been daydreaming Absolutely. a lot about like beach holiday and swimming and oh, I know, I know. I'm blaming all those influences in Dubai. That's, that's what I'm, yeah. I'm putting it down to. It's all their fault. Up my Instagram. <laughs> it's, it's all, all their fault. <laughs> <laughs> this week's episode of Fram Wars is the brand news. So we're going to be covering off the uh, the hottest topics in uh, the world of social media this week and all brands we've got some hot topics coming at you this was going to be a super bowl special but chris fell asleep after five minutes into the super bowl so didn't see any of it uh, i made it till half time and by that point the game was already over most of the ads that we've seen have been a bit rubbish so we thought we'd just skip it we'd let tom brady have his moment to be fair i knew i knew the goat was going to come in and, and make it seven what else do you expect although i didn't expect mahomes to go to not score a td all night to be fair the bucks d were just big did you see the video of like them celebrating on like they had this like boat party in like florida and it just looked ridiculous and uh, there was that video of him like throwing the yeah. Lombardi trophy. From, like, the, and he, uh, did you hear in the video, you can hear his daughter just go, no, daddy, no, don't do it. <laughs> and he if turns there's... around and he's just like pissing himself. And um, the pictures were great. Like afterwards, you know, Brady's definitely had one too many tequilas. I know. He's sort of he like, knows that he's seen all Yeah, he's sort of like stumbling into pictures, the harbour. Yeah. Yeah. He loves it. It's brilliant. I mean, the man's 43. He can do what he wants, in my opinion. It's just, to go. it's just unfair. I want a I want a Miami boat party. <laughs> when you win the Super Bowl, mate, you'll get one. Yeah, is that what it takes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Might be beyond. Um, there were a few good ads that I saw. To be to be fair, there was one from Cheetos featuring um, Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, and the one and only Shaggy, which was which is pretty good value. And there was one pretty funny one that was by GM Motors who were just launching their first electric vehicle and Will Ferrell at his comedic best tried to take on the whole of Norway as they are obviously the leaders in electric cars and showing them you know America's number one we're gonna do it better and of course <laughs> that not knowing where Norway was didn't help <laughs> but you know it was great they had like Keenan Thompson and Aquafina in it it's definitely worth checking out if um, if you haven't already did you see the reddit one Yes, the Reddit one. Yeah, that was really interesting because it was basically just they spaffed all their marketing budget on a page of text, basically. Yeah, I think was it probably the most Reddit move ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought just enough time for you to read it. Yeah, basically, and it seemed like it was like one of the most talked about ads because it was just a bit different and just a bit. Yeah, it was very Reddit. I thought it was very clever. 
there's always like one sneaky advertiser who sort of uh, spends the least but has a clever idea especially on the back of like the whole GameStop AMC stuff the last few weeks and the power of Reddit and they've just come in and, and almost like hijacked the Super Bowl a little bit yeah I thought it was pretty cool but I think probably the most talked about thing in the last week even more talked about than the Super Bowl was Weetabix yes Yes, the social team at Weetabix, I've raised my Weetabix and baked beans to you. I, I just... mean, if you haven't seen this tweet, guys, you have to go check it out of Weetabix tweeting the worst combination of food ever. <laughs> just, so it's got, this tweet has got 100,000 retweets. And I just, you know, like, I guess it happens quite often, doesn't it? Like, uh, out of nowhere, some, like a brand tweets something and then everyone jumps on it. But I don't think there's been one like this for a while. And I think, like, <laughs> normally I'll roll my eyes a little bit. I'm like, oh, you know. It does normally look, I mean, it does look a little bit staged, right? It's a little bit staged. It's there to get that reaction and be reactive and, and make social a little bit fun. Right, I get that. And I think this is just quite cool because of the responses it got. It got responses coming in from from everywhere. Like not just, you know, Domino's or KFC who, who did and, and gave us some really good, good cracking responses. You had Israel's Twitter account come in yeah. and finally say, saying, finally something that all Middle Eastern countries can agree on. <laughs> and so like, um... I probably didn't give it give the best context of, of the tweet actually. Oh, yeah. So the tweet itself, guys, was sent out by Weetabix. It was at Heinz UK, beans on Bix for breakfast with a Twix. Hashtag, it has to be Heinz. Hashtag, have you had your Weetabix? And of course, I mean, there's some pretty odd food combinations. We've spoken about it before on the podcast. Hashtag mouthfeel. If you know, you know. But this one has got to be up there with some of the worst <laughs> I've seen. And this is why, like, some of the responses are great. Like with, I mentioned, like with Israel, Covent Garden chiming in, saying, "I'd rather walk up the Covent Garden tube stairs." All 193 of them. Did you see and Christian? List, like Christian Aid. <laughs> Christian Aid commented, "Like, uh, is there anyone among you who, if your child asked for bread, would give this?" <laughs> and, um, <laughs> the Israel one was mad though, because it got like obviously it was like Tesco, Lidl, like people you would expect commenting on it, and then out. Yeah. Uh, the like Israel's official Twitter account, and then it all kicked off. <laughs> like, but, yeah. But it's, normally, I roll my eyes at this kind of stuff because it's just like a brand. You can just you know, like the social media team have like sat there, built a content calendar, and done it. Like we know, we all we've all been there. But yeah. like, actually, I quite liked it because social media managers, it's a it's an impossible job, and to have a bit of a laugh. Loads of people getting involved. It was actually quite nice. And obviously, it's brilliant, know, brilliant for the brand. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it allowed people to be like reactive as well. Like Sainsbury's getting involved with one of the other highlights of the last week or so, which was the council meeting that no one wanted to, to see, but everyone had to see. <laughs> and chiming in saying, beans have no authority here. No authority at all, Jackie Weaver. <laughs> You know, it's brilliant. It's a great chance for brands like to be reactive and, and just be funny as well, rather than just kind of um, show what you normally see like on TV and, and things like that as well, I think. How many people do you reckon actually went and tried beans on Weetabix? That is a good question. The thing and is, though, like, I think it does not make me want to try it. I do yeah. have to say. But like, 
my problem would be the dilemma I'd have is that normally if I have beans on toast, mm. I get rid of quite a lot of the liquid in the beans and then I have a bit of brown sauce or Worcestershire sauce. But like Weetabix is so dry, you'd need quite a lot of liquid. So it's kind of two evils for me. Yeah. I just don't, At least with the bread, right, it soaks up the liquid, which mm. is fine. The Weetabix doesn't soak that up, does it? You're basically just... just like, it just sits on top. They're just yeah, it's just gonna all sit on top. It's not gonna make it like any soggier or anything like that. Like you know, when you have it in milk, as, as you would do normally, yeah. it just presents a lot of negatives for me, really. And you know, and your beans are gonna be hot. They that that doesn't go well on a Weetabix. Uh, would you warm? Could you warm the Weetabix? I don't know. Would you pour the beans on the Weetabix first and stick that in the microwave? See, these are the questions, guys. There, this is what's gonna keep me up at night more than anything. It's just all wrong. <laughs> it's just all wrong. <laughs> oh, it's giving me night. It's giving me nightmares. It's give, all right, Lloyd. We're gonna have move to on. move on because otherwise, like, I'm just, I'm just. We're gonna be talking about it the whole time. <laughs> How long are we? Like, right, I'll keep this at twenty minutes. We've just spent the last twenty minutes debating beans on Weetabix. <laughs> right. So the next news article is <laughs> less interesting. It's, but I guess. So Twitter have decided that they're starting to explore subscription services and other, you know, different ways of monetizing, I guess. I still think that Twitter can be used as a as a paid, you know, social channel. I think there's still opportunities to do interesting things on Twitter because I quite like it. But it's, they're obviously not making up money as a company and they're looking at other social networks and how they monetize, like new ways of monetizing, like tipping or subscription models or paid features, I guess, like profile, you know, customized profiles or like an undo send button on your tweets we've all been there sent a tweet and then thought oh I shouldn't have sent that or even just even just an edit button would be great yeah like when you when you send a tweet and you realize you've like misspelled something you know you just want to just want to change one little thing yeah i guess uh but then i uh, get the grammar nazis coming at you going oh no it's there not there or it's (laughs) something something or it's um it's your not your and you're like oh my god you know what i'm trying to say yeah, I guess it used to be even worse when it was like a limited number of characters because you'd like yeah That's get, true, rid, get yeah. rid of all the vowels, talking like text speak. But like I don't know, <laughs> I I can I think the probably the option that we may might work on Twitter, I guess, is probably either being able to like a Patreon style scheme where you can subscribe to premium features of a particular tweeter if they cannot, you know. Because, yeah, we talked about it before, like, you know, people are happy to pay for newsletters if it's like a high-profile journalist. They're happy to pay for, yeah, extra, you know, extra episodes of podcasts and stuff like that if if it's a, you know, podcast that they really like through Patreon. Uh, and also people are happy to pay for ad-free, which there's not many adverts on Twitter now anyway. But personally, I'm not paying for, for Twitter. I really like it and I can't I can't imagine not having it because I use it all the time and i i like it for keeping up to date with kind of things i'm interested in because it's it's just a lot faster and i like similar to reddit uh, i kind of like looking at discussions around things whether it's fantasy football whether it's new technology that's coming out whether it's games i like the speed of it and the discussions and the conversations yeah you can definitely be really reactive on on twitter like people are very witty and like like we've just seen with the weed thing yeah. I mean, it's taken me, I've only just got it, I'd say about a year ago. And I had it, you know, when it started like 10 years ago, or whatever. Mm. And I felt like I wasn't using it enough. 
And I felt like if there was any social media channel that, you know, I just didn't value or use enough was Twitter. So I think it was about five years ago, I ended up deleting my account. Yeah, yeah, I think as I've sort of, you know, come come into this sort of line of work, working more uh, with social media and seeing the rise of, of influencers and things like that, I've seen actually how valuable Twitter is. Yeah. Um, certainly for like constantly engaging with your with your audience if you're like a creator and things like that. But it also allows people to to voice their opinions and things like this. Now, as with any social media, you know, you can get attacked and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. But I think it's a really great place to do so. So, but would would I would I pay for Twitter? No, I I, I wouldn't, and I can't see how many like creators would actually want want to do that like even like what is it uh they've got a story function called like fleets or something yeah i don't see many people buying into no. that either i know they're no. kind of like with this they're trying to think of ways that they can make innovate and um you know at least more more users more yeah. money making things like this but they launched um they launched their audio like audio tweets as well so you could like little mini bits of audio which theory was a good idea and i guess we're seeing like the return of you know on audio is obviously massive at the moment with clubhouse and podcasts and stuff but i don't know actually i don't think any other i think twitter is really 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 unique especially when in particular football news like i want to know what's going on with arsenal constantly like generally speaking is thomas Partey injured that's normally what i'm trying to find out and like no other social network has the speed of of that and i don't need a video to tell me that i don't need like a high-end video on instagram i don't need like tiktok video to know that i just need it in i just need a journalist to tweet you know arteta quote yeah thomas party is not available this weekend like i i, I don't know if you if, if you guys get if, if you get it like by following a load of arsenal journalists in particular like i know from liverpool side of things you get a tweet like today saying fabinho injured out for this weekend's game and all of a sudden the next seven or eight tweets i see are from other people yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, all thinking they're they're a journalist yeah they're breaking news, saying yeah. breaking news fabinho injured like okay, great yeah. cheers if I didn't know, if I didn't know that before, I do now. Thanks for rubbing it in. <laughs> That's sort of so, thing. And like, I think, yeah, I don't know actually. Would I pay for it? If it was like a fiver a month, I might, I might think about it. If they were to take it away, I'd be, I'd be a bit sad. I don't think they would like. I don't think they would make it like behind a paywall. I think they're just finding other ways in to monetize yeah. it. But yeah, I think it's it's interesting. I guess we've seen like you know Twitch and YouTube and things use donations or like twitch prime things for example mm. but twitter is such a simple platform i don't know what other features are worth paying for but if they were to take it away i might pay for it to stop that happening there we go i think if it, if it was something that turned into news only you know if it was a place like to get your news whether it's sports news or global news or whatever like fast now mm. twitter is the best is far and away the best platform for that and if if it was became solely for that purpose I reckon you could see people paying a, a small fee or whatever that would be for that, almost like like the athletic. You know, if you had yeah. this is for this one specific purpose, like you've got people writing news stories about that, and they're only going to share it on this one platform, and that is Twitter. Then I think I, the thing I like about Twitter as well is that there's there's a click through, which is good. Yeah, I can keep up to date with a lot of things, and then if I want to read more, I can click through and read the article or go and watch that video or whatever. It's good hub of lots of things for me no they absolutely and there is some really cool i i think threads are, are really good on there like and it's something like i i really want to maintain and do more 
because I've seen actually the rise of people's Twitter following by giving really cool and interesting threads. So like one guy like follow Joe Pompliano, who does threads about like business and the money like behind the sport and things like that is so, so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got some really, really cool threads to, to go and read through. I think um, a good one's the Swiss Ramble who do those threads on like football finance. I don't know if you've seen those ones. So they'll like get hold of Arsenal's annual report and they'll kind of put a thread digging into the, the interesting things that come out of that annual report. Those that that's someone that could follow. But I think though, is is those that that are creating value. Like if I had to pay even a very small fee to get those nuggets of value, I'm not sure. I'm again, I'm I don't think I would pay for Twitter. But if it was almost like like you said, like a Patreon access where you could just follow like maybe the guys that you wanted and things like this. Like another guy who's great is that Ian Borthwick, who's VP influencer marketing at, at SeatGeek. So he works very closely mm. with David Dobrik and stuff like this. So he talks a lot about influencer marketing and how it's how it's changed how how they use it at SeatGeek. And he's spoken about actually how Twitter has really helped him in business, like and how actually sharing some of the knowledge and things like this, almost like like what we're doing a lot with with the pod. And but also keeping it fun at the same time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's de- it's definitely one to consider, and I, I'm I'm quite keen to see how how Twitter like evolve and how brands are looking to to make better use of it. I think because it's still like such a huge platform. To finish up, I suppose, like I guess, yeah, Twitter has typically been a customer service platform for a lot of brands mm. because if you have a product that you don't like or you had a bad experience, the first place you go is have a little moan on Twitter or you can contact their customer services on Twitter. So I think for a lot of brands, it was a hygiene factor. That That's actually how I signed up to Voxy a few weeks ago <laughs> through Twitter. At first, I was like, I'm not sure whether I'm actually like speaking to a real person or not. You know, I was a bit bit skeptical, but yeah. it was great actually. They were re- it was really really easy. I re- yeah, I definitely going back years. Like Twitter was yeah the sort of first place to be to go if you had an issue with a product or a service or whatever. But now I guess over the years, like brands have obviously found more found a voice creative and a, ways yeah. of doing it. But yeah, next news topic. Do you want to talk about Instagram or do you want to talk about Clubhouse? Yeah. I'll talk about Instagram really quickly as they've kind they've made a change to their algorithm this week so that they won't promote reels, which is their obviously competitor to TikTok. They won't promote those that have the TikTok watermark. Now, you guys have probably all seen it. It's probably the most common reels that you see when you're when you're scrolling through. And it's those that basically you've just like made a TikTok video and you've posted it onto onto reels because let's be honest it's the same thing so what they've now started to do to like make it more of its own thing as well they're just going to start not not really promoting those now it could mean that creators are going to have to record it twice so it could be make make a down uh down spiral of that but they've also suggested maybe making real specific trends similar to to tiktok and that short short form video and that side of things i'm not i'm not so sure but i know this is sort of coming six months after reels has launched so it's i'm not surprised it's it's uh it's happened but i'm more surprised it's taken this long to happen i guess like yeah people have been sharing content across multiple platforms forever and i mean alongside that obviously instagram um are playing with the idea of 
stopping you from sharing your in-feed post on stories because they want it to be stories to be original content not recycled and the same applies here they don't want people creating content on other platforms and then recycling it on on instagram mainly tiktok and they've kind of said it's because oh you know it's low resolution or they don't want it to be you know, visibly recycled because it's the content's not as satisfying from an experience point of view and obviously that but deep down it's because they don't want people advertising you know they don't want tiktok being an advert you know they don't want instagram being used as an advert for tiktok they came out and said you know reels hasn't been what they wanted it to be and they might consider kind of dropping it as a standalone feature but like i can't see like them people creating reels uh, separately from tiktok like I, no um like they'll find a way to to make the video and just save it to your phone and then just put it on on reels right they're not just going to record the same thing twice so yeah but yeah i just thought it was quite it was yeah it was, it was something to to kind of discuss because like obviously we've done a lot of sort of tiktok specific campaigns which have been a lot of fun to work on but i'm yet to see brands really make use of reels and i've seen like a difference where some creators are going to get more exposure on on reels because they've already got a, you know a ready-made audience compared to tiktok where it's already growing so I'm kind of I'm kind of wondering what do you think Lloyd do you think like brands are going to try and make more use of reels with, with this change or they're still going to be like well no actually let's just still focus on TikTok we've tried some reels and the results have been you know pretty underwhelming i think obviously like TikTok was created for that short form quick mm. you know short form snackable content filmed on a phone etc and reels is sort of a feature within instagram it wasn't made for that type of content so people are gonna you don't naturally create reels you create tiktoks yeah that's the problem they've got you 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 know one's winning when it becomes a verb when you've literally yeah. just said like i you, you create you know, i'm gonna go make a tiktok i'm not gonna go make a reel that doesn't sound doesn't quite sound the same does it i know what you mean and it kind of flows a little bit into one other news piece I picked up this week, which is that Facebook is reportedly working on a copy of Clubhouse. Obviously, listeners will, will remember uh, last month, one of our first episodes back in 2021, we talked about five brands who we thought were going to explode this year, and Clubhouse was one of them. And I don't think we've really given it enough airtime because I think everybody else across podcasts, social media, whatever has kind of done that for us you know elon musk has, has been on in the last week or so mr beast has hosted one but i thought this would be quite an interesting thing because obviously like we talk about instagram which facebook owns and i just think facebook are constantly chasing their tails mm. like they're constantly playing catch-up to everybody across social at the moment now for facebook who was like the og of social media like really was the platform that made it explode i just feel like it's it's constantly just playing catch up and i just don't think it, it's there to work like your facebook stories and things like that like i don't i just don't use i don't say i don't see the point in it twitter apparently is also working on one at the moment called spaces which is very similar to clubhouse mm. but i i don't see this as much of a surprise and to be honest i don't really see much see it working 
Yeah, I guess we saw it earlier this year, I guess, where like Facebook, you had Facebook gaming, which is sort of trying to yeah. be like Twitch. But I think Facebook gaming is doing pretty well, actually, considering. I would imagine that Facebook will try and buy Clubhouse, to be honest. I mean, it's just been valued at like a billion dollars. Yes, yeah, the, the valuation is just stupid. I haven't really I haven't really played around with Clubhouse. It's, it, it, I guess it's, it's a live, it's almost like a live podcasting app. So it's like listening into an interview, I guess, live while it's happening and you can't record it so you you kind of have to it's not you know they, they're not recorded you can't access them once they've happened so you kind of have to tune in live and it's yeah sort of like eavesdropping on a conversation between two people um or more people i guess yeah i i haven't given it given it a proper go i mean like i i have downloaded it today i'm yet to really give it a proper crack but it's for that reason where i'm just not i'm not sure i quite buy into it yet of dropping in into a conversation doing that like i love podcasts because you know you can have that in-depth conversation like whether it's between you and i the host and the guest or whether you just want to hear a story audiobooks or something like that mm. um but yeah i i'm just not quite i just don't quite buy into to it yet but you know i haven't given it a go so i will hold my hand up i haven't given it a fair shot yet. maybe that's that's something to to do like what would you what do you think lloyd bring the brand, brand world's pod onto onto clubhouse yeah why not why not let's do it i guess you know the trouble is you have to be an an interesting person to to be on there are you saying i'm not interesting (laughs) (laughs) that's Um, what i'm hearing i get alan musk obviously got a lot of the fact that he was on it last week obviously got yeah got a lot of hype i guess around the app and so and another reason is like it seems to do very well in china because it seems to sort of fly under Uh the radar of censorship basically <laughs> i know what you mean i kind of don't really have a need to drop into a conversation but then i i'm not particularly interested in once it starts getting into niches that's when it, i guess it more people it become interesting mm-hmm. because like say the arsenal vision podcast that i listen to which do, does a you know a post they always do a, a post match literally as soon as the an arsenal match finishes they fire up their podcast and you and they do a post match um, analysis so i can imagine that could work really well because they literally after the game you open clubhouse and you can listen to the guys discussion discussing That's the outcome true, yeah game. Maybe that kind of stuff. Then maybe I'm more interested in. But then, as, as you say, yeah. like the the beauty of podcasts is you can listen to it in your own time. But yeah, I, I think actually you're right. Like, like if it was something like that, almost like after a game, it'd be like chat chatting about it in the pub with your mates. Yeah. Um, I think if they had, if they made like a library, and especially for something like that, you could go back in, and you'd still hear all like if someone had questions and they want to chime in, because I know that's one of the features mm. on there would be really interesting. I think it's definitely worth exploring more. You know. I'll be the first to admit I was really slow to get onto TikTok, all things considered, and now I'm I'm hooked on it. Don't know what I'm watching half the time, but I love it. <laughs> I haven't made I haven't made too many videos. I think I've only made like two so far, and um, and my dog's been the uh, been the star of them so far. Absolutely. So yeah, I definitely I think try and give Clubhouse a go. I think give it its fair shot. I think maybe before I I brandish it and and come up with my full conclusion. Yeah, maybe we should try and get brown walls on there. I know I've got two two other final bits of news this week that's more a bit light-hearted, and that is Rebecca Black, who's obviously famous for the one-hit wonder that is Friday. It's the 10-year anniversary this week, right? Look, I haven't I haven't even gone and listened to the to the remix of it that she's released. Okay, she released it for 10-year anniversary, which is fine. But the only bone I've got to pick here, Lloyd, it got released on Wednesday. <laughs> like 
It got released on Wednesday. She really missed a trick here by not releasing it today. That's my only thing. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit annoying. <laughs> That's all. I remember when it, the original came out and whoever was the DJ in our office at the time had yeah. a, like obviously always had a thing about playing it like at beer o'clock on a Friday when you know, when the beer trolley would come around the office and then you'd literally it would be stuck in your head for the whole night of beer like you'd be going out for a few beers with work and you'd literally have it in your head the whole night it was so annoying and you literally played it every Friday for about six months but I can't believe it's 10 years that's probably the most shocking thing I know well, don't you worry. There's a new music video to go along with it as well. So everybody head to YouTube and go and check that and check it out. Oh, I've got one final thing, actually, which I thought was really interesting. Now, you know, you know me, I'm a huge, huge like David Dobrik fan. And so he's not really on YouTube all that much at the moment, right? We've kind of spoken this before. But so he's released a video on his second channel about his new house, did a house tour, which I don't want to get into because it's amazing. It's just so cool. But what he's done is he's actually built a podcast studio in his house for his views, for his views podcast. Mm. And I think what we've kind of seen a lot of, you know, whether it's Joe Rogan, Jack Mates Happy Hour, even like Colin Smear's podcast to listen to as well. They've all made YouTube channels so they can film it, make snackable content and all or you can just watch the whole thing on there. Now, David Dobrik, he's done the same thing for views this week, so he can fill it, film it in his, in his house. Mm. And after releasing the video on Tuesday, the channel now has 1.17 million subscribers. The one video that's on there from this week's podcast um, featuring singer-songwriter Halsey already has 3.7 million views. Like, isn't that just mental? But... My main thing was just like, isn't this just crazy? That's basically late night television, right? Yeah. That is basically what The Tonight Show is, Graham Norton, James Corden's Late Late Show, Jonathan Ross, whatever. Mm. That is basically what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all those shows are made for YouTube. And this guy just nailed it. I think they've, I think they've kind of just nailed it. I still, but, yeah, yeah, like... There are certain YouTubers, aren't there, that just whatever they do is successful mm. and they, you know, the sheer scale of their audiences is just it's just ridiculous when you start comparing it to other things, I guess. Mm. You know, when you just look at the scale of his videos, how much money he's making off those videos and like anything he touches turns to gold. Um, yeah. I guess like I was like, we've been obviously thinking about, okay, like, can we, turn this podcast into a, a video podcast for youtube and it's quite a big investment <laughs> and yeah. i don't because you need like, like it, it takes it to the next level like because you need the, the video um technology that i don't know how the, the editing becomes a lot more trickier like we can't do as many arms and hours than we normally do but like <laughs> i'd love to do it but it's such a step up i uh yeah i'd love to give it a go and i think could be on the it could be on the cards for the future, but I think um, that our big goal for twenty twenty one wasn't it was literally just to be more consistent of, of doing it. I think yeah. we're on I think we're on the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're on the way to doing that in you know no small part thanks thanks to Kane I think taking hold of the editing as well. Yeah, but, um, I think it'd be something to 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 think about and uh, yeah, I'd love to I'd love to kind of hear like the the listeners point of view as well like do you would you one, be interested the one in, listener's point of view so mum would you be interested <laughs> in watching it on video 
I'll send you the link as well. I'll make it. I'll make it that much easier for you. The same um, question to my mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess to finish up, it's back. Big big feature. We're it's coming back this week. It's uh, the Joe Wicks news. So um, he, what's he been up to? I'm sure you're dying to know. I am. I am. You'll be pleased to hear he's not hurt himself this week. Well, that's a solid start. He. he either shot himself or he <laughs> ran into a wall last we heard so i'm glad he's i'm glad he's safe and sound so last week he dressed up as a giant whoopee cushion and danced to ollie Murs dance with me tonight good 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 from you joe just cause um and this yeah. week he took on a, an ice bath challenge in his garden one of his uh, sort of idols or someone who's he's inspired by is wim hoff who's like one of these sort of extreme athletes yeah. who takes on He's like 61 years old and still holds the record for doing a marathon across ice in bare feet or something. Yeah, the Iceman. Yeah, I've seen him on. He's done a few videos like with Yes Theory and, and hey, really? Zach and Jay and stuff. He's really interesting. I'd recommend to go watch their videos if you haven't. He's absolutely mental. Yeah. Like he's got like this breathing technique as well. And people have like out of body experiences just from from breathing it's so strange it's really interesting to see his mindset and things like that definitely definitely so yeah joe wicks took on this sort of ice bath challenge he lasted three minutes which i thought was pretty brave because i tried my own ice or cold challenge this morning so i've been reading about how an ice cold shower in the mornings and you have to do a minute in an ice cold shower in the mornings it releases all these like um endorphins and makes you kind of it's that feeling i guess you know when you're on holiday you've been like like sunbathing on the beach and then you like jump into the jump into the sea or jump into the pool and you kind of get that euphoric yeah. feeling so i thought i'd give it a go this morning i lasted 30 seconds <laughs> my breathing i was like hyperventilating i was trying to control my breathing but yeah you should give it a go but i felt really good afterwards like i felt alive you know like really awake but yeah i but yeah you're supposed to do a minute but i can only do 30 seconds but i'll, I'll give it a go again tomorrow i think i mean i i think that's probably longer than i could do it but you know i'll i'll give it a go it's horrendous uh, in time for next week's podcast <laughs> it's horrendous but afterwards i was like oh, actually i feel really good yeah just give it a go apparently it's good for you definitely i'll put that on the list i'll, I'll try it although it's been so cold this week i'm really not sure i want to do that yeah at eight o'clock in the morning no yeah no thanks i'm gonna give it a go again tomorrow see if i can get to a minute um, right, well i wish you all the best of luck, my friends next week find <laughs> out how how i got on or it will just be me because lloyd's frozen over <laughs> well that is it from us this week i've enjoyed it check out all the latest brand news for more as always check us out on linkedin at brand wars podcast and on Instagram at Brand Wars Pod as well. Give us a follow. Check us out on wherever you listen to your to your podcast. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts as well. That really does help. And yeah, looking forward to the next one, mate. Perfect. Yeah, have a good week. Bye bye.